dead than all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hi, folks. Old Man Grognard here. Hello, Monday. It's been a while. Hope you're all doing well. I had sort of a game yesterday, had about an hour of play. We were down one player, which means there were two players and me. And one of them is this one guy's significant other who's away with a toothache, so she couldn't come. But we got about an hour of play, and he said she's texting me, she's in more pain for a toothache, and so he had to go. So I ended up talking with the other player for a while, and then it went home. Such as such as it goes sometime, I could use a few more players if anybody's in the Oklahoma City area at Game HQ around 1 p.m. on Sunday. I could use more players, at least at this recording. Why not? As, as of this recording, rather. So, well, you know, I get the I get ideas in the weirdest places sometimes. I was just rumbling through my head after watching a series of YouTube videos by a mortician, Caitlin Doherty, called Ask a Mortician. And she has some really interesting things to say about it. She's also kind of cute, but she, she talks about what happens in a crematorium or in a mortuary and how you die and this, that, and the other thing. And... It's very interesting. And I thought, how do I apply this to my game? Well, I the last video I watched of hers was she was talking about natural burying and what do they call it? Aquamation, which is the opposite of cremation, where you fill the tank with a mixture of water and this alkaline that will decompose the body in a matter of hours. It's the same thing that body goes decomposition goes through, you know, when it's buried in the ground, only it takes about two or three hours instead of months. And she also talked about natural burying, which is basically digging a shallow grave, wrapping you up in a cloth or a, a biodegradable basket stuff, plugging in the earth, putting, your, putting the dirt over you, and let you decompose naturally. And there's advantage to this. Cost advantage too, but I thought, you know, this is interesting. What if I did something like aquamation in my game? Some kind of, some kind. I mean, you know, any genre you can do something like this, these things. But I'm thinking, like in a D and D game, what if some somebody was going out and found this 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 one cabin, this this liquid? It wasn't exactly. It goes into the river. So it's some kind of effluence. And turns out this guy is does this, and it's it's a it's a new process that I have I have developed with these things and this that and the other thing. What if he specializes in doing like mages who died, wizards who died, maybe even clerics who died? Now the church would probably handle that. But what if this all this effluence that comes out of his his shop that goes into the river and stuff, what if it's kind of magically charged or negatively magically charged? What would that do to the populace? What would that do to the wildlife? Animals going magically crazy or something or 
growing larger than they're supposed to, like a 10-foot-tall bear or something. Anybody remember the movie The Prophecy? Yeah, there you go. Or something like that. How about natural burying? Oh, boy, that'd be fun. That's more like, oh, say, back, you know, back in the medieval days, that's probably what they had to do. Natural burying is, you know, you, you're walking along a road near a hillside and you see a foot stick sticking out, a skeletal foot sticking out. Or maybe a skeletal hand with a ring on it or something. Gee, let's dig this guy up and see what we found. Maybe it's a cursed body that happened to be washed away in the last of the last uh, thunderstorm or something. I could, I, if I sat here long enough, I could probably come up with about eight or ten different, different scenarios you can use these with, and I may, because it, it just, it kind of fascinates I guess death fascinates me. I'm not really a goth kind of person, but I do like gothic things. I mean, I like old horror movies and stuff, the old uh, Victorian gothic type stuff. Yeah, so... Death in that way, see, somebody was hung, and all they did was dig a hole, let the body drop, and cover it. There's a good scenario for a resurrection right there, or maybe this body was somehow magically charged. Some some weird wizard digs, you know, goes and digs them up or something like that. You see where I'm going with all this. And it just, to me, because I like using undead in my games because they're very convenient. And let's ponder more about this. After. We'll talk, talk more in a bit after this. Okay, so, so we have corpses coming out of graves. We have corpses sticking out of places. What if a whole cemetery was naturally buried, and they didn't do a very good job. And once again, the next thunderstorm or flood or something, all of a sudden, you've got corpses. You've got corpses, you know, floating all over the place. And somehow, they get magically charged. Maybe a lightning storm. Lightning hits it. Worked for Frankenstein. And they start coming alive. And there, there's a scenario right there. There's, you know, that's a simple scenario talking about that. Maybe one of your companion dies and you can't get them raised. You know, resurrection cuts into the profits of people who profit by dying. I mean, it might cut into the church. You know, you take a church to have them raised. Nope, we don't do raises. Nope. No, we get we get paid per corpse by the government, and no, we've le- we sh- maybe the government has a limit on how many people can get raised. No, we reached our limit this month. Sorry, or something like that. Then you can ho- have a whole intrigue thing about that. Uh, what else? Let's see. Somebody who who dies and has a will saying you must raise me. Or, or you do not get inherited, or somehow some kind of resurrection. Then there's the whole thing about ghosts and things like that. 
What if you what if you had a, a ghost that was naturally buried in a forest and he ca- keeps haunting you and to put him to rest you got to find his body and give it a proper burial whatever that may be whatever I don't know maybe a cremation or an aquamation or whatever you know apparently he was not buried right so you have to go help him okay fine you're going to go help him where were you buried Oh, in this forest over here, say it was like Fangorn Forest in Lord of the Rings. You know, uh, first of all, it, the forest is huge, and he doesn't quite remember. He said it's by this one orange sapling. You've got like how many square acres to look through? Not only that, if you find the corpse to do a proper burial, People like druids or things like treants might have something to say about this. You know, maybe this guy wasn't very well liked or had some kind of thing against the church or something like something that disgraced him, and he was buried there, and we call it a, I guess, a potter's field, not a potter's field, but I mean, he buried. They just dumped him and put dirt over him, and. Maybe the druids knew about this guy. Said, "No, you can't do that. He might he might come back and wreak havoc or something." And the treants may say, "No, you must not interfere with the laws of nature and stuff." He said, "But this guy's haunting me. Please." So it gets kind of complicated that way. Anyway, there's some ideas for using things like death and burial and things like that in your games. I could elaborate more on this, and I may in a future episode, but go ahead and take that. I'm going to go start my day. So, until, so <laughs> I'm just kind of rushing things right now. I don't know why. But if you want to talk to me about this or argue or whatever, email me at oldmangrognar.gmail.com and, or you may put a voicemail on Anchor. You can do that. We are monetized, so as little as 99 cents a month, you too can help support this program, and I would thank you. And I want to thank my supporters, Jonathan, Georgia Wendell Jessen, Oliver Shriek, Mark C. Walring, Gilbert Suarez, Juan Carlos Llewellyn, and Daniel Reynolds. Don't forget Mark C. Walring's podcast, The Yawning Owlbear, and a special thank you for Daniel Reynolds. You know what I mean. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air.